or yeah like looking for my friend terry once i just opened this door because i thought he said like apartment c or so. i don't remember this was like i was 19 years old yeah yeah i was just sitting on the couch of some random person's yeah, house before i realized like oh this is like a family here like this is like there's family pictures i don't know who <laughs> this person is and i just got up and left that's good you in and yeah. out undetected yeah hopefully that would have uh, been shit. me and my brother one time we were at this liquor store in atlanta and i jumped out to get some you know liquor and i come back out and get into a silver car that looks just like my brother's car and this guy's like what the fuck are you doing and i'm like i'm just leaving See you later. I thought I saw my mom's car parked outside of the local grocery store when I was like 15 or 16. Yeah. And I opened the back hatch. It was like a it was like a Toyota Camry hatchback, like the station wagon kind. Sure. So I opened it up the back and just crawled in and hid behind the seat. And I was going to jump out and scare my mom. Yeah. And I started looking around in the back seat. Of, I was like, wait. That's a not your back seat. This isn't my mom's back seat. <laughs> so what was this uh, local grocery store at? Uh, that was in Rhode Island. Okay. Yeah. What was what was the grocery store? What name? Yeah. It was called McQuaid's. McQuaid's. Yeah. My mom worked there for a little while. We had one in Kansas City called uh, Super Food Barn. Was it Super? Super Food Barn. Super yeah. Food Barn. They put Food Barn right out of business. Yeah. I mean, it's a super one. It's a super. Which one are you going to go to? Yeah. I love it when uh businesses refer to their clientele as like barnyard animals you got like dress barn that's really flattering yeah yeah it's just like really letting you know who my mom used to shop at dress barn well it's it's all it's all a slam pig clientele yeah yeah real heifers my mother yeah you know (laughs) she's been through a lot she had you as a child it's true i ruined her body yeah she told me numerous times growing up i ruined her body and like a a Rhode Island accent? How's, what's a Rhode Island accent? What does it sound like? Well, no, that was more of an Alabama accent. <clears throat> uh, you ruined my body. Oof. Yeah. So I, she went from Alabama to Rhode Island? Yeah. Yeah. She was li- tired of the South? She went as north as possible? Uh, well, I lived in Alabama until I was 12. Okay. And then we moved to Rhode Island. Interesting, man. Yeah. Did, kid, was that? did kids give you shit? Yeah. No, it was. I mean, not for that. I dropped my Southern accent really quickly. Yeah, I guess you probably would. I'm pretty language. Are you, are you the first child? Yeah. Ah, so you definitely ruined her body. Yeah. Then. Yeah, yeah. No, my, my mom was hot after me. Like, I saw pictures of her and me at a wedding, and she was a looker. That's where I get my good looks. I mean, my mom wasn't... My mom says I ruined her body, but, like, I saw pictures, and I was like, you were fine. My my brother ruined my mom's body. Yeah. Yeah. Really, my mother ruined her own <laughs> body. Uh, by her choices. My dad working at Applebee's ruined my mom's body. Probably more, yeah. more more accurate. What did your dad do at Applebee's exactly? Uh, uh, this, is, this is legend. This is like show lore. His dad. You, you, you've been to you've been to Applebee's before. I've worked at an Applebee's. Before. My my dad invented riblets. Yeah, yeah. He was the executive vice president of research and development from like eighty five to two thousand. Okay, so like when they kind of took off. Uh, yeah, like we. So we, what you're saying? You have fuck you money. We, we had fuck saying? you money. Oh, but he blew it in the eighties or nineties. I uh, blew it in the nineties. Yeah. yeah, on a lot of hookers. Loved riblets. Loved hookers. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes yeah. at the same time, you know. Yeah, that's when you know you've gone too far. It's like, man, I'm in this this hot tub eating these riblets that I created with these hookers everywhere. Looking at a picture of my kids, just shaking my head like, right? Mm. Dicks just covered in barbecue sauce. <laughs> Mom's body's ruined. So tangy. <laughs> and welcome to. Uh... Rain City Jerks, four minutes in. Uh, 
we have Greg Beachler yeah. with us today. I'm excited. We've already talked a lot, a lot of good stuff. Covered a lot wait. of ground, yeah. Yeah. Uh, man, J- Jay and Greg have got some excellent shorts going on, excellent shorts fashion for the short-lived Seattle summer. Yeah, it's uh, early July, and it's finally kind of summery out today. Uh, Greg's rocking the it's woodland got, camo. It's got camo. Uh, it's Jack's just, got the tiger print. Yeah, not tiger print camo, just regular tiger print. I bought these when I first moved to Seattle at a uh, Goodwill. It wasn't a Goodwill, but it was another one. Like a Value Village or something? Yeah, it was like a Value Village or something. And uh, these are women's pants, and then I had them tailored into shorts. Ah. So did you just, what, cut the legs off? No, well. You took them to a tailor to cut the legs off. I took them to a tailor to cut the legs off and hem the edges so they're not all frayed. Was it Taylor Clark? uh, Taylor, yeah, Taylor Clark. Okay. That's what I thought. Man, I've always thought about just taking clothes to tailors, but I don't. I don't know how it works. What do you do? Just go in like, hey, I want this to look good on yeah. me. Yeah, pretty it, pretty much. Okay. You you just then you put it on, and they'll kind of take measurements and yeah, tell you to go. Usually Korean. You you want to go to a Korean tailor. Yeah, mine was yeah. Japanese or Korean. I don't know which. Yeah, but yeah. They, they do the best work. Who does the worst work? And Italian middle ground. Mm, probably Americans. Just Italian like, Americans will yeah. do the worst work. Uh, white white women off of Craigslist who you hire to do tailoring work. They probably do shoddy work. But if you're sleeping with a single mom and she offers to do it for you, take her up on it. Wait, why? Wait, yeah, why? I don't know many single moms that have like tailoring skills or time to tailor. It's, just, it, it's happened to me before. Okay. They did a bang-up job. My first wife was a whiz on the... Uh, old sewing machine. She could yeah. she could make up all sorts of stuff, but she was very reluctant to do any of it. Uh, okay. She she made me a robe that I still have. Okay. It's a sick robe. It's pretty sweet. What did she think that she was feeding too much into traditional gender roles? No, I just think that she was very inherently lazy in every mm. aspect of everything. And okay. asking her to do anything was like a put upon. So. Being like, hey, will you make this thing from scratch was just like, ugh, fine. So breaking the gender stereotype of women being industrious and hardworking. Yeah. Yeah. She's just extremely lazy. Okay. Or used to be. I don't know what she's doing anymore. But she was a whiz on the sewing machine. Jack's first wife, if you're listening, uh, let us know if you're lazy or not lazy anymore. <laughs> yeah, okay. So your first wife, how old are you, man? Uh, I will be 38 in less than one month. All right, man. You look good, dude. Thank I always said like... Early 20s, or late 20s, not... You know what? I hear this a yeah. lot, and I love it, and I never get tired of hearing the, like, oh, I would thought you were, like, 27 or something. I'm yeah. Like, I'm, d- I'm doing it right. Yeah, because I turned 40 in two months. And See, I, I wouldn't feel... have guessed that either. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, same. No, we hang out with all comics, so it's all... Yeah. Everybody just looks Little young. kids, yeah, yeah, exactly. Keeps your spirit young. See, that's what... That's it the... does. It, it definitely does hang... Like, I'll talk to some of my friends back in Maine... My comic friends back in Maine, and like, I'll just casually drop a a slang word I picked up. They're like, "Oh, look at this guy trying to be cool and hip." I'm like, "No, I just hear it all. Like, I'm just like around it. Like, I just I'm not like trying to sound yeah. cool. It's just in my vocabulary. Yeah, now. I just am cool. Yeah, like, who's trying? Geez. Yeah, like, right. Like, I'm I'm speaking the cool language. It's like, it what you never left Rhode Island? Fuck you. They, this group of friends have only. Two two of them are from Maine, but they all live in Maine, and they're happy to mm. live in Maine now. What are they like? 
a separatist militia or something? No, mm. no, they're just what they they're just old. They're just comics. Who got the hiccups? They were just they're just comics who don't do comedy anymore. Oh, the saddest guy. It's a very popular it pastime. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, one of them does, but I think the rest of them kind of don't. Just like bagging groceries, flexing on normies. Mm, one of them works. They got the best one-liners. Are just yeah, exactly. Quick. Like, damn. This like, I, I used to do stand-up. One of them is like a forklift operator in a solar panel warehouse. Nice. One of them is uh, the front desk clerk at a La Quinta. Okay. And another one is <clears throat> he's like a, liter- a literal millionaire because his dad died in 9-11. But now he works a couple hours a day uh in a, in a like a rehab group home kind of thing i don't know exactly what he does he works five to nine like 5 p.m to 9 p.m it's tough it's a tough yeah. life which yeah, one I, mean, I would rather do the forklifts yeah and then, like warehouse and then another sure. one that's really being a man then the one who still does comedy he uh just had a kid and now he's like a banker or something he like works at a bank and makes like a butt ton of money what does he wear like a vest he probably does. They yeah. have like a little pocket watch or something. He they all might. sound like a bunch of fucking losers, dude, quitting yeah. for these paying careers. I mean, only one of them really has a career. Yeah. But, you know, but like warehouse, you can make good money in a warehouse, and it's pretty dope work. Not that it's yeah. manly, per se, but like you don't have to talk to anybody, really. You just I love back there with people. You can listen to music all day. It's fucking dope. I love working in a warehouse. I've done it before. I've been a certified fork truck lift driver mm-hmm. many times, uh, at least three times. Uh, twice maybe at least twice and it's so like i could settle into that i could i could be a forklift guy i could be a heavy machinery guy yeah yeah you look the part you look good in a hard hat anything with my hands i guess and if i don't have to talk to people i'm like fine that's that's why i love my job my job now i do pest control and i just work by myself yeah and i just drive around the woods and i don't talk to anybody and there's no one telling me when or how to do stuff and I just do it. I know. I do uh, work for this maintenance contracting company. We just go all over the city and just fix it, do little jobs, pretty much pick my hours, like 20-something hours a week, do comedy whenever I want, never have to talk to people. Got my own work van. It's great. Yeah. Definitely fuck with it. All right. What yeah. kind of stuff are you repairing? Uh, I don't know. Like, just little stuff, you know. It's like we have to, you know, pour a little concrete. Sure. Fix some asphalt. Put up some drywall, change ballast out, you know, change lights. Maybe like install some lighting outside, light electrical. Mm-hmm. Little, you know. Little what do you have? Stuff. Like uh, apartment residential complexes that you're contracted with? Yeah, pretty much. I do. Uh, that sounds about right. Got this one condo that I do. Is we got the building so in order. All I do is like, yeah. walk around. You have you like, ever see any fucked up shit on oh, the job, like oh, yeah. in people's windows or something? No, not like that. Not like really in people's. But I've had like. Uh, Residents like accost me, like, "What are you doing here? Are you? How'd you get in this building? Like, because you're black or because I probably I'm not gonna say because I'm black, but I was wearing a uniform. Gotcha. Like, you know, I got like a ballast in a hand. Like, yeah, I'm putting in a new. You're ballast. clearly like, a workman. I'm like, who the fuck breaks into an apartment building to to fix ballast? Like, you know, I was sick. <laughs> I was looking at this from outside. I was just sick of this light <laughs> not working. I saw you put so many bulbs in. It's like that's not the problem, guys. No. Do you have a uniform? Yeah, kind of. It's just like a shirt that has my company name. Okay, on. Yeah. that's what I have too. So like, I, I, I routinely just like walk into people's backyards and stuff, just like unannounced, and just like, I don't even think about it anymore. You know what I mean? I, I know how to unlock all the locks, and 
I'm, there's been times where I get run up on someone in their own backyard, but because I'm wearing a uniform, like we just kind of spook each other, and and then we're like, you're supposed to be here. Yeah, they're probably expecting you at least a little bit. <clears throat> a little bit. They're like, oh, the pest guy. Okay. Yeah. Finally, yeah. gonna get rid of those termites. Yeah, especially for like in like, what do you call those? Like uh, community homes, like gated community, gated communities, or yeah, things yeah. like that. It's like they put an email blast to all yeah. the units. Like, hey, I hate gated communities. Me I hate, too, I hate them so much. Yeah. Yeah, dude. They're the worst. They're the worst because, like, I think I've talked about this on the show before, but, like, one, the gate is not keeping anybody out, really. It's just, like, a, a loose idea of protection. Like, it's... It, it It's enough that it'll make people go to the next place. Depends on what I want. If it's an, it's I, enough if of a I, barrier that I people really will just be like, I'll, get... I'll, go to, I'll go to this big house that doesn't have a gate around it. You'd be surprised. People will get into it. Everything, bro. We do everything. Like, but doesn't matter it, what they, you lock up, they're gonna try to get in. Especially around downtown Seattle. That's a lot of what I do. Oh, that's not that's not where that's not where gated communities are. No, no. Are. But like, okay, what is uh? I don't want to say the name, but like, over U District, there's like a old folks community that's kind of gated. Okay, we're always dealing with break-ins and like graffiti and all kinds of shit. Yeah, they'll go in and break into these people's garages. Because they know they're locked up. They're old. Yeah. They're elderly. They're right. Like targets. That's a, yeah, that's, a, that's, that's a soft target. And there's no he, cops He's anymore. talking about, yeah. like, you know, uh, McMansions out in Monroe. Yeah. No, way out there. Oh, yeah, that's way out there. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 that's not a soft target. But they don't have, the like, a way. wall around the whole thing. They just literally have a gate. And it's like, I could walk in. Like, yeah, between the houses here. Just but you couldn't drive a truck in. I could smash the gate down and, like... Yeah, that's that's a lot of attention to draw to yourself, though. You got to do some ninja shit. You're right. Yeah, I feel like if I just like lightly pushed on the gate with my truck, it would work. It would just open. <clears throat> None of these are like high security. They're just like aluminum aluminum gates on a yeah. On a well, high, they don't they don't need to be high security yeah, on an arm. They so just like, need to make they, noise when they fall. Exactly. They just yeah. needs to be needs to be very low security. I feel like I could I could I could smash it in without getting caught. Hmm? If you knew worth it, like if you were, I don't know, canvassing people, like because like as yeah. a pest control guy, I'm not saying you kill people, <laughs> kill small like animals. You know I mean, just like hey, but that would be like the perfect mo. Like hey, I'm just looking around, checking right, this shit. Right. Then you just know like this guy has this. I'm gonna come back around this time when it's slow. Like oh yeah, that's something else you got to worry about. That's why you do background checks for a lot of these jobs. What if you got called out to a pest control job? And the pests were like little tiny humans. Smurfs? Smurfs. Or like they're the size of an ant, but they're walking around like a human. They have language. How they, do I know any of this? You can see them. But how, do I, how would I hear them? How, like... <laughs> I like that. It's like, hey, these people are talking, but they're really annoying. Will you call someone to take care <laughs> yeah, of them? Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. like we have these like tiny people. They're crawling in our walls. I mean, people think they're ants, but then you look at them and you're like, oh, ants have six legs and walk around on their bellies. This is clear. He's got tiny slacks on. Yeah. You know, he obviously is a pillar of the tiny I, community. I, I, I genocide him. You genocide him? Yeah. Was that like a poison situation or you just stomp him? Uh, poison. That's too many to stomp. They yeah, scatter. it's probably too many to stomp. You stomp like five or six just for fun and then you get the poison. I might have to agree with with you on that because like this is like a whole new civilization. Yeah. And the first thing they're doing like. Nah, we better call somebody to get rid of these guys. They're fucking really annoyed. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's that's America, right? I don't even ask any questions. Like, they're oh, you guys already decided they don't need to be around anymore? Cool, cool. They're, like, leaving your, your food open. And, yeah. yeah. 
Just making them. I mess. mean, they're not really any different than an ant. Mm. Just, you know, with slacks. Maybe I'd put them in a terrarium and make them worship me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. maybe they've got. I would be a benevolent uh, god. Yeah. I would be a. Uh, what's the word? A demigorg? No, that's not the right word. I'm, I've been watching too much Stranger Things. Yeah. Demogorgon. I've, not... I've heard it's gotten less strange as uh, it worn as it's worn on. I th- I I watched uh, the Demi Urge. That's what I'm thinking. Demi Urge. Okay. That's what I'm thinking of for the the benevolent gods. It's what you would be over your ant farm of tiny humans. Yeah. The I I'll, I'll go back in the Stranger Things, but the idea of the Demi Urge <laughs> is doesn't matter. The idea of the Demi Urge is that uh, the the being that we call God is not the true God of the universe because right. the true God of the universe would not care about other gods. They would not be a jealous God. This, we, we worship this like false being that is called the Demiurge. And, and they're like a guy on TikTok that talks about this all the time. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. There's probably several. Yeah. Something uh, in the Bible about, uh, how the Ecclesians or some shit like were repelled, yeah, because like some other god was like stronger than whatever was going on. Oh damn! It's like what was that about? Right, it's right, like right. In the Bible. No, uh, I think our God is—he's the right God because he cares about our holes a lot. And what happens down? Yeah, in exactly. Your pants. And he he grants us protection depending on what we do with our holes. <laughs> what if like multi? You know, poly. Polly Shore, yeah, no, no, great. No, 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 no. Poly, yeah, Polly Shore was around then, but you know these uh, polytheistic cultures, right? Yeah, yeah. What if there were gods like that? But the whatever you concentrated on the most gave the most strength. Sure. And the one like we just concentrated our holes so much. Now sure. these guys just up here like, no, 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 this is what you do with your holes because we worried about our holes too much. Right. Now have this guy too into our holes. It's like a mm-hmm. weird meta problem. Well, and it's like we would have like schools where they teach children, you know, different ways to use their holes. We, Exactly what's happening right now. We are we are living in that society that yeah. you just proposed. This is a weird podcast, guys. That's that that idea is called. Uh, I was trying to figure out the that the idea of like concentrated thought onto something is is a tulpa. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's nice. just like a concentrated thought form brought into reality. What culture is like the word tulpa come from? I think that's uh, Tibetan. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's accurate. I feel like you guys know this. There's like tarot shit in here, lots of patterns, lots of good lights. Yeah. You know these words. Like, so uh, what gets you into those cultures, man? Uh, Fucking goth girls. Uh, yeah. I was going to say, I was going to say pussy. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I mean, I'm generally interested in stuff like this, just like, you know, the true nature of reality. Just like, you know, what, just what other people think about like what life is about, what happens when you die, just like what's going on. There's like the game we all kind of play, but like what's going on beneath the surface of that? I'm interested in cultures that kind of think about that. Yeah, I've had a lot of health problems, yeah. uh, and Western medicine didn't do shit for me, and I didn't have, I haven't had insurance since I was like 25, so had to figure out, you know, Chinese medicine, Ayurveda, and that was just a whole rabbit hole into a bunch of uh, woo woo shit. Gotcha. What kind you of know, medical problems there? Uh, had IBS really bad okay. for about a year and a half. Change your diet up and now you're doing better or what? Oh, yeah. No, I knocked it right out. All right. Uh, had a lot of head injuries. Had to figure out <laughs> weird, like, brain massage. Uh, what else? Lots of chronic pain. 
Yeah, you know, and then I was a vegetarian for like 13 years, so my brain was open up to all kinds of gobbledygook. Gotcha. It's like anything that sounded weird, I was like, yeah, I'm in. You're I believe vegetarian, it. Are you like, uh, nah, dog, I started yeah. eating meat like five years ago, and I'm like, gotcha. fuck, I got to start lifting weights. <laughs> exactly. That's funny, dude. Yeah. yeah. I was vegetarian for like a year and a half, two years, and I think I was a con- like, I didn't realize how bad I felt yeah. until I started eating meat again. And then, oh, yeah. like, my brain just exploded. It was like, no, you got to get back on this shit. Yeah. But, like, I was eating so much soy and just, like, mm-hmm. like pasta. And, like, I was eating a lot of vegetables, too. Like, I was growing a lot of my own vegetables. Sure. But, like, it was a healthy diet, but there was still, like, a lot of soy and just, like, carbs. Heavy. I, was, I wasn't gluten-free at this point. So I just, like, I just felt sh- like shit. Well, that's why the, the Mongolians could, like, run over the... The rest of civilization because their whole diet was like meat and yogurt yeah so they were just eating that all the time and they go and like oh we're peasants who eat like gruel mm. and they would they would just like push them over and their hips would break and they laugh in mongolian I wouldn't i wouldn't doubt that like health was just that bad back in the day yeah like man this is a flitic ass he's just out here suffering right in weeks man trying to dig this earth but it's not growing stab stab all right yeah this is ours now yeah, absolutely. And they don't, they, they don't even care. Like yeah, they they, they, they didn't like settle places. They just like fucking dudes up and taking their stuff, right? And riding on to the next place. Oh, and fucking fucking their women. Of course. Yeah, that's what yeah. Gang, that's what Genghis was all about. Yeah, didn't he do like a weird shit? Like he would, anybody over five eight, you just murk. They were taller than yeah. like a certain wheel. Or it's like, like one, one third of the like Eurasian population traces ancestry back to him. Yeah. So. He's Probably. the reason like, why there's so many short guys in the world today yeah. is because of Genghis. Short I hadn't kings. heard that one, but I bet there's something to, like something to do with like lower center of gravity like you're probably like shorter guys are probably better horse archers cuz like they're yeah. more in the saddle than some tall fuck. Sure. Or just, you know, Genghis he didn't like those tall guys stunting on him. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Seems like that's still going on today. Like this Tall guy stunned. I wish that they would remake a Genghis Khan movie. I think the last one was like, wasn't it with like John Wayne? Yeah, I was gonna say it was like 1952 yeah. with like John Wayne or something. He's like, "All right, partner, let's head on into Beijing. You build a great wall, eh, partner?" <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You have to get it. You have to get a Mongolian to play him. Hire all Mongolians. I don't care. Hire all like hire. 10,000 Mongolians to be in that movie. Like, just, just make it accurate to the time, huh? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I don't think you could find Mongolians who'd be interested. I bet they. I bet you could. If you They're like, the no, money. no, we got our herds. We got our yurts. We're good. Everybody everybody likes money at this point. They could buy so many more. Uh, yurts, bro? How many yurts can you buy if you did one movie? So many. One Hollywood movie that did okay, even. Like $10 million. Also, it would, it would probably drastically increase tourism to Mongolia, which maybe they don't want. I don't, but I don't think they want that. Who wants it? Like, they make I mean, documentaries they, about how happy people are being just like. But there is uh, a tourist industry there. Like, if you, like, I've looked into this and, like, flying to Mongolia, actually from Seattle, it might be cheaper, but flying into, like, Ulaanbaatar and then, like, it's not that, it's, it's kind of expensive. Probably now it's very expensive giving gas in this current situation. But like, yeah. once you get there, it's not that. Like, you could go on like, I looked this up a couple of years ago. It was like you could go on like a ten day uh, horseback adventure for like fifteen hundred dollars or something. And they like carry all your shit, feed you. All you got to do is ride a horse for like ten days. 
and they had like different ones where you could line up you could line it up with going to like various cultural festivals like some wrestling festivals and some other some other festivals or you can go talk to a shaman which seems that one seems like i would be interested in that but it seems the most largely just made up they just get an old guy to be like you're a shaman now and just tell these white people some crazy shit i don't think most americans would be into a 10-day horseback riding but they have to. I mean, there's websites. There's websites. There's there's. There, you can make a website for anything, dog. Yeah, but like it's there. Like no, people I mean, are doing it. You don't need that many people to do it, though, right? Seven billion people on Earth. If right. You get Ten thousand people that are into this. You're doing throughout okay. their life. You're yeah. doing okay, especially in Mongolia. You don't need that much cat. There's people out there that want to suffer. I don't. I don't think you're pulling that many Americans. Probably not. not. Yeah, like, I think you probably get a lot of Chinese. Yeah, I don't probably know. get some Russians. I don't know who's going on these Mongolian horseback. I, I could see Scandinavians being into see, that. I could see some Americans doing it, but like they'd be Seattle, San Francisco. Yeah, or like uh, I don't know. I feel like blue state leaning, but maybe more like red state living. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes like sense. Skyline, my Skyline, Montana, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. you know, you're a Democrat. You really want. You're really into other cultures and shit, but you live out in Montana. I feel like right. that type of dude would spend like two. You have experience with there. horses. Yeah, yeah. You'd go out and just like go see what it's up. Oh, I mean, I I'm under no delusion that after ten days of riding a horse, my body would be like in so much pain. Yeah, but I I kind of want it. I feel well, like- right, but you're not their target demographic. They have a target demographic. Yeah, of course. Anyone who wants to come ride a horse for ten days. Well, anyone who can drop like five or six grand on a trip like this. Yeah, that's their demographic, and that ain't Jack. Just no refunds. You got to walk. Well, back. okay, that part's true. Uh, you spend a lot of time in Montana. Actually, I've been to Montana quite a few times, man. Yeah, uh, what are you what are you doing out in Montana? I see. I have a my girlfriend's uncle lives out there. Okay, so you know he just he's like a real. I'm not going to say where he lives and stuff because he's really like that kind of anti-government type. Yeah, thing. that's why he lives like, in Montana. Yeah. A bunch of guns, a bunch of, you know, cases of bullets. But that's he fantastic. But he grows all his own vegetables. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he only eats meat from like his friends that are farmers that like raise their cows on shit. So I'll buy like meat from them. Mm-hmm, go hunt mm-hmm. elk. So I'll get like elk meat, moose meat and shit. I get all that stuff. Yeah, what, you Montana's go, just fun, man. Just go, go out, out there, there and hang out. Just hang out. Shoot, shoot guns. Some, shoot some guns. Ride some motorcycles. That sounds dope. Yeah. Go swimming. Jump off some bridges, dude. Sick. Man, that's the life. It is kind of life, man. So I kind of grew up doing shit like that. In Montana? No, dude. I lived in uh, Colorado until I was 13. Then I moved to Michigan. But okay. Colorado, man. I lived out, out in the country. So we just you know ride motorcycles all over the place, bikes, Damn. horses, go try to hunt bullshit. Shoot gun. It was yeah, it was fun fun times, man. You still ride a motorcycle? No, dude, no. Nah, too old now. I got kids. Ah, it's too dangerous. It's know. dangerous riding yeah, a motorcycle, yeah. huh? Yeah, man. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. You ever fall off? Oh yeah, dude. I was I'm not good at riding motorcycles, man. It's just fun. I don't try to like go balls out though. Like nah. do a little dirt biking. But yeah, I've wrecked a few times. What's it like having kids? What's it I don't know. Yeah, right? It's, it's like, a fucking <laughs> stupid question. Kinda. It's like uh What's it like being alive? Yeah, figuring it out, man. Figuring it out. So 1600 bucks, six days, everything covered. Okay. That's kind of a deal. That seems like a deal, dude. I yeah. think a lot of people would do that. There might be too much pollution now. They should probably stop doing it. Well, but it's getting there and back. Yeah. Like, I don't think you're getting a plane ticket there and back for under, like, two grand. 
He's gonna look it up. Let's see. <laughs> you got. He's gonna do this just to spite me. You got it. You got a guess on what? A, from let's say in September. September. How long? So a flight from now. I'm planning this in September to yeah. Mongolia. How many connecting flights? Maybe one. Round trip. Round trip, Mongolia, one connecting I'm going to say it's going to be 1,800. 1,800? I was going to say like 1,150. I didn't think about gas, though. 1,800 sounds about right. Uh, Okay, let me change this to September. Let's go September 7th to the 14th. Uh, sixteen ninety three. All right, seventeen twenty four. Damn, seventeen twenty four. So that's like uh, thirty three hundred with two with one stop with one stop at sixteen ninety three round trip. What are you flying in? What do you say, Ulaanbaatar? Yeah. Uh. Oh. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so they're in back plus the flight six grand. So you're like about eight grand. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, well, I mean, they're in, like, that's like. Is that round trip? Yeah, that's round trip. Oh, that's round trip. So, so that's like, like 33. Yeah. For the flight and the the, the, the the horseback trip. Yeah. And you need a little bit extra. Plus, for yeah, it. probably like another grand for incidentals. Yeah. But all your food's covered on the horseback trip. So if that's yeah. the only thing you're doing, then, like, you're pretty all set. You got to do other stuff out in Mongolia. I think everything's just pretty much in Ulaanbaatar. And you can pretty probably see most of that within like a day. Got to go see the uh, the Genghis Khan Memorial. I think that's probably like that's it's, prob- the, it's the biggest statue in the world. It's probably on the trip. Probably so. It better be on. It better be on the trip. Right. That is grand. the whole trip. It's like I'm not even going to see the statue. I thought we were riding to <laughs> I just, the statue like, then back. The brief little thing I looked up it said uh, you get to go to see the ancient ruins of Karakoram, which is like the Mongolian former capital. Sure. Uh, and there, you get to see like the oldest like temple in Mongolia. Okay. A bunch of old fucked up buildings. Yeah, I don't know. I wish I had. If I had eight grand to blow, that's what I would do. It five grand. If I had five grand, you to five blow, grand to blow. That's what you would do. Yeah. Huh? But that's yeah. There's a lot of things I'd blow five grand on. But going to Mongolia for six days is definitely one of them. You just buy coke. I mean, not six, not five grand worth. It's not that much coke. That's not that much coke. That's not that much coke. Have a key, right? If you broke that down, start flipping it, you could just right? keep your own coke habit going. That's that's, that's like that's like a new business. Yeah, yeah, and then I, I can really go. To, about <laughs> down that's crazy. Dude. And then I could go to Mongolia and sell coke there. I, I bet those guys would love coke. Riding horseback across the open steppe, all yacked out of your brain. Sounds all right. Sounds all right. Got like a curvy sword. Yeah. What do they call those? A scimitar? Yeah, that's what they call it. Yeah, yeah. Watch an eagle go fuck up a wolf or something. And you hold your arm up and the eagle perches. Mm. That's how it is, man. Fucking barbarians and shit. That's, that's, that's living. That would be dope. I wish I could do shit like that, but I just can't. Imagine being the first guy to figure out, like, really. I can't I I can't run this horse over there fast enough to go kill this like land mammal. But this bird, I see it doing it. So you to like figure out that you gotta go like get a baby bird and then 
train it and feed it meat and yeah. like, like you were the coolest motherfucker on the step if you had a hunting eagle. Like the first couple guys to figure that out, just like, man, this guy's got a fucking eagle that hunts for him. Yeah. How do you think that happened? Like you think the eagle was just part of that? Like, okay. He shoots the thing. I go get whatever thing. Before it dies, he splits it with me. We got a partnership, kind of well, like they, how no, dogs they, they use the eagles of- to go like hunt foxes and stuff, and they're just like the eagles, just like pin it down, and then the they guy. Stab <laughs> I mean, it's probably the same way that they train yeah. dogs. So like what- they had a camp, and there were some eagles around, and they just throw them some meat. So what I said was like pretty much the same, just obvious. Like this, this bird can hold this shit down long enough for me to go kill this thing. Yeah, pretty. Now much. this bird's getting like part of this part yeah. of this food. It's probably just more yeah. of a partnership thing, man. Just exactly. learn it out. It's kind of like how dogs became, you know, subservient over time, right? Exactly. Right at the beginning, they're just like, all right, guy, I did my part. You did your part. Fuck off. I'll Give see you tomorrow. Food. See you next week. We'll do this again. Well, and it's like they're yeah. probably thinking, uh, Oh, this is way easier just like letting these people give us food than to have to like hunt in a big pack and work together to take down an elk. Yeah. Yeah. Smart enough to do it. Anyway, so what, what do you guys do on this podcast usually, bro? This. 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 Just yeah. talk about some shit. Yeah. Nice, dude. Talk about the end of the world a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How you guys think that's going to play out? Huh? Slowly. About, ex- about how it's going. Yeah. Slowly yeah, okay. and expensively. <laughs> uh, uh, money's just, you know, it's fake. So it doesn't really matter how expensive it gets, right? So I mean, it's going to uh, cost lives regardless. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But, you know, it's just like. Money's fake, but we still have to use it to keep our lives going. I know. I'm just saying, but like, in the end, when everything's ruined, we're like, man, we really. Really fucked ourselves up over this stuff. Like we could have. Oh yeah. Thought of so many better systems. Dude. I don't. I don't think we could have thought of a better system. At, at, don't get me wrong, man. You got it right, but like now we could probably phase out money if we had to. If mm. We had to. I think it's a coming. I think. I think. I think some sort of like universal basic income yeah. crypto thing is gonna. I don't know if you could be a free society and do that. Yeah. I no. That that's, that's uh, the thing. You can't have liberty and do that. Yeah. Uh, no, if we would have just stayed hunter-gatherers, I think. Would have been pretty smooth. Like, overall happiness would have been more. But people need books and castles and shit, though. I need a castle. We shit. do need castles, though. A castle for everyone that we could just, everyone be at peace, right? Yeah. yeah. We're all kings and shit. That's exactly it. With There's ro- definitely enough castles for everyone. like, robot servants, you know? Well, that's what it's going to be. They're going to trim the population down until it's just people with castles and robot servants. Yeah, then people to maintain the robot class. And that's all you need. You just that's need, all you to, need. Ma- to fix the robots. Right. Like, oh, all the robots broke. We don't know what we're doing. Well, no, the people problem do. will be they'll make robots to do that, and then, then the robots will take over. Yeah. Be Terminator shit. Yeah. You guys ever watch all those movies and be like, you know, if you did play this right, this could all be the same timeline. Like, iRobot, Terminator. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Lots of those ones, like, okay. Short this, circuit. Yeah. Played out like this. Short circuit, you could definitely throw it in there. In the 80s, Johnny Fives. Man, I, uh, I love Wall, that movie. Wall E was the uh, archetype for Skynet, was Johnny Five. Was Johnny Five, yeah. Uh, uh, so radical. I don't know. How do you think the end of the world is going to happen? Do you think we'll see it? Do you think, do you think, not like the proper end of the world, but like, you know, the... The collapse. collapse of society. The collapse of society. What society first of like the United States? Just United like States, so uh, as 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 the United States is currently structured in the form that it is with a central government and okay, I think uh, spend too much time arguing 
about, you know, just weird minor issues that, like, should be argued, like, way down the line. You know, we should be like, we should probably fix this infrastructure. Yeah, and, for sure. Uh, like, yeah, know, the bridges are fucked up. We're not going to be able to, like, travel, like, logistically. Things are going to start becoming problems. Yeah. We're going to, like, it's going to be supply, supply I mean, how chain long, problems. How long has the water been fucked up in Flint yeah, for, you know? exactly. When these things start, start to happen, people are going to realize, oh, fuck, what the fuck are we doing with this blue tie? This guy wanted this shit. We like, we should have fixed these real problems. Yeah. That are like really affecting us. And, uh, there'll probably be a mass panic. You know, the dollar's going to collapse. The world's not going to depend on it anymore. Cause we're making ourselves look like fools. We're like we can't make, they have like a crisis every other day. They're just printing money. Eventually. I think the world's going to probably back China's dollar or whatever they got. Right. And yeah, we'll, yeah, coll- yeah we'll, we'll collapse and I don't know, kind of deserve it. For sure. We me. do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one thing will just become like a second world country and maybe like break up into like three or four different kind of regional confederations of states. Yeah, I was thinking like yeah. six. I'll take six. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just kind of, you know, general regions. I want to get in that Florida region. That sounds, that sounds lit. I want to be somewhere where like I know they're growing food. And if they decide like, hey, we're not sending food there anymore. You're already there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of like for water. Energy, this is a good spot to be. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, Washington's yeah. not bad. Washington's great logistically for a lot of reasons, man. There's yeah, which is why I think they're pricing land. out all the poor people, just because they realize how valuable it is. So they're just like, make it hard to live here. Yeah. Yeah, unless you want to live in a... Live in a tent. Kennewick or... Yeah. Like the outskirts there, which wouldn't be bad. It's nice weather, dude. Sure, I mean, if, if that... If, if society has collapsed to the point, like, yeah, Kennewick would be fine. I, I'd, I'd rock Kennewick. Like yeah, Tri Cities? Sure. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, they nice river. They got running paths, dude. Like, yeah. You know, they got everything you need. They have that Kennewick man. There's yeah. probably a few more of those. Kennewick man, huh? Yeah. What is that? You don't know about this? You don't remember this? He's a Florida man, dude, or what? <clears throat> no, th- I don't know. This was like, like a, a Neolithic human or something? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I never heard of that. Yeah, it was in like seventh or eighth grade for me. Uh, we learned about Kenwick, man. He was, yeah, some sort of Neolithic dude that they found in a river or something. Hmm. Okay. Early human. Yeah. So, yeah, he's, he dates back 1.3 million years. He's another link. And the people of the Tri-Cities haven't evolved since. <laughs> oh. Kenwick oh, man or... The Ancient One is the name generally given to the skeletal remains of a prehistoric Paleo-American man found on a bank of the Columbia River in Kennewick, Washington on July 28, 1996. It is one of the most complete ancient skeletons ever found. Damn. Age 8.9 to 9,000 years. And he was a white guy. So, <laughs> when, you know, when natives are like, go back to Europe, like, we were here like 9,000 years ago. Uh, that, that's that looks like a Mongolian guy. Looks he looks pretty white. Then they have a uh, a Kennewick man next to uh, an Obama sculpture head. I don't know what that's about. Racist undertones. Uh, that was an Obama bobblehead, right? All right. This says. Eight seal. This is for Kennewick man. It says eight seal meat, proto Polynesian, projectile lodged in hip, bum shoulder, and then on the uh, on the Obama one it says eight dog meat, 
homo Hawaiian uh, gerbil lodged in ass. You were right. Yeast yeah. infection. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Figured it was something like that. That's usually how that goes. It's not a surprise. Yeah. Uh, that's an odd, odd comparison. But yeah, the, the, the shit that they would trot out about Obama was so stupid. Yeah. You know, like a, a Muslim not from America. They could have just said what he really was doing. And, like, yeah, yeah they could have just been, like, oh, he's just murdering tens of thousands of Middle Eastern people. Yeah. People wouldn't care about that, though. Yeah, they, they care, yeah, they care way more like, about well, we him like being that. a Muslim than killing Muslims. Yeah, well, we do like that. Yeah. I don't know about we, but, you know. Right. Culturally. The cultural yeah, it's like, this is, if we're going to kill people. The people who hate Obama love killing Muslims. Yeah, it's not like Christians and Muslims have been beefing for, I don't know, forever, dude, since the Crusades. Yeah. Probably some resentments. Right, exactly. Deep down. Oh, the Jews yeah. are just like, yes, kill each other. We love it. It's the best. That's who's going to really take over the world. You think so? Once the once the America, once the United States dollar declines to a point, that's when the Jews are really going <laughs> to pop up. We'll all be spending shekels. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I guess. Are they going to have the robots? Jew robots? Jewish robots, yeah. yeah. They'll have pay us to plug in. Like That'll be like the, uh, how you charge them up. But no, but the robots wouldn't work on Saturday. Oh right, that's it's yeah. the fatal flaw. <laughs> oh my gosh, I don't know. I think that's the the one of the weird loopholes in the Bible. It's like, hey, this doesn't have a soul; it's doing the work. I can have my ties on the, Saturday the, the, now the, the, because it's mixing it, dude. I'm just drinking it. The robot Sabbath yeah. is on Tuesday. Mm, yeah, gotcha. so man, so whatever happened to that like wrestling show you had, dude? Uh. <clears throat> You had a wrestling show? COVID. Uh, yeah. Well, actually, it was it was a combination of things. It was a it was the uh, 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 pocket theater closed. Okay. And I just didn't know where else to take it. And then also COVID hit, and I just haven't. But there's a boxing gym not too far up the road that has like a proper ring and everything. And I've been thinking about approaching them about doing a comedy show there. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it'd have to be. Sometimes the boxing gyms close, though. They're usually open a lot, like, most of the time, right? I have no idea. You can just go in there and get some training in most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea. I mean, how many boxing gyms are open at 9 o'clock, though, you know? I don't know, man. Yeah, that's my stepson. He's always training. He'll be there, like, 9 at night just fucking shit up. <clears throat> okay. But he's a maniac. But I'm sure you could, like, work something out. We'll have, like, a slow day. Yeah. Like, we just wanna, I, don't know. I just haven't gone up there and talked to, to him yet. Up. Yeah, if anyone comes in, they can just beat the shit out of the comics. Easy. Nope. Yeah, but yeah, I had a rest. I did two shows at the Pocket Theater, <clears throat> um, and it was around sock wrestling. If you're familiar, it's uh, like sock puppet wrestling, sort of. But no, it's uh, two combatants get on the ground. There's a pad of some sort, okay, a mattress sure. usually uh, on their knees, and each opponent is wearing one sock on their foot and uh you got to get the sock you're going for the sock and strength and agility are key players in this but not necessarily do you have to stay on your knees yeah no standing okay i mean you can lay down you can, can roll you get on all fours you can roll around just no standing no standing you're not trying to hurt anybody that's the, that's the point is you're like, trying to get the sock you're trying to get the sock and there's various techniques various skills and uh and this was comics. Yeah, I okay. had comics versing each other. Okay, and uh, then 
the way I would the way I did it before was like <clears throat> you do all the wrestling and then afterwards there's comedy. Yeah. The way I would do it now is there's wrestling and then after each bout whoever loses yeah. the bout has to do comedy immediately. <laughs> so time. you're like you're like in <gasps> like you're trying to do your jokes. Unless it's fast. <laughs> see, I I could see myself being like the Andy Kaufman of sock wrestling. Well, a minute a uh, a uh, 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 that I would only I would only sock wrestle women. Around around usually only lasts like a minute, like yeah. or a couple minutes, like one or two minutes, and like people are tired at the end of it. Well, I mean, have you seen the cardio on most comics? Yeah, not it's great. terrible, not great, It's awful. Quinn, I'm looking at you. Uh, Quinn, Craig Stewart, mm, Andy yeah. Harder, Andy Harder. Uh, no, you just name a fat comics. What are you, what are I'm just naming like? comics that probably can't run very far. Gotcha. Yeah, of course, gotcha. some skinny fat comics. Y'all run a lot. Uh, I mean, I went hiking today. Yeah, you did it, say that. It wasn't... And it wasn't easy for you. You said that. I said you were huffing. Uh, Luke Severide yeah. made you tired. I mean, I came home and I took a little nap, but I'm feeling okay now. But yeah, he was definitely like 10 steps ahead of me almost the whole way. You don't expect him to be so spry. Yeah. Then he gets up those mountains. Yeah, he was He was just tootalooting up the mountain. and uh, Yeah. You know, I mean, I it was a brisk pace. I I was keeping up, but yeah, he was like, a, I'm a fast walker anyway, and I was surprised at how fast he was walking up this mountain. Mm. He probably hikes a lot, though. He's been he's been hiking way more than me. Yeah, yeah, especially nice, lately. Nice. How about you, man? What do you do? I do uh, kettlebells a lot. Yeah, yeah. So what, what, you fuck with Pavel shit at all? I do simple and sinister. Simple and sinister is nice. I like to do a lot of long form. Like, uh, what is simple and sinister? Just Real quick, it's like uh, 100 swings. 100 swings, 10 get-ups. You want to do the swings in under five minutes, basically with, like, single hands up to a certain, you know, weight, and you want to do 10 get-ups under 10 minutes, like a minute rest between. Right now, is, that, could, is that 10 each side or 10 total? Just 10 total. Okay, so, so five, five each, each side. side. What yeah. kind of weight are you doing with that? Okay, so uh, right now on the swings, I'm doing two-hand swings with, like, 106 pounds. Oh, damn, okay. And then I'm doing get-ups with an 88.2 pounds. Oh, fuck. You can, do, you can do a shoulder. You got, you got big legs. Yeah, you can do a shoulder press with eighty eight. Can't do a shoulder press, but I could do. I can do a Turkish get up with it. Because all I got to do is like put it up. You already got like your arm out. locked. Yeah. yeah, you got it locked. You don't have to like press it out. Like pressing strict shoulder press. My shoulders are actually kind of weak. I can only do like, I don't know. I can do like fifty three for reps, and then maybe I can get like a strict seventy two up. Okay, maybe you know what yeah. I mean. I wouldn't say like I brag about it, but like a pre- a clean press or a press. With a clean in it, I could do 70s for reps and shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then I did his other one before I did this running competition for the, the Quick and the Dead. Yeah. And then I got to say that that helped, dude. I was doing like six miles a day just running, like five days a week after doing like a month and a half of that. So I was like. Oh, it, re- it really builds your uh, hips and ass. Yeah. No, yeah. Well, that's the uh, simple and sinister. The Quick yeah, and yeah. the Dead like, is more about building more red blood cells and like mitochondria. With kettlebells. That, yeah, with kettlebells, you do like an all-out swing. Okay. For a certain amount of time, just swing as hard as you can. Yeah. Like ten, and then you do like ten push-ups, and then you have to wait a certain amount of rest period. Like the rest periods are actually where the music is. Yeah, yeah. You can't go any like lower than like a certain point. And then once you hit it, you do that again, and you do that for reps. And yeah. Usually, your reps depend on like these dice you roll. Interesting. You know what I mean? So you like okay. you're always changing it up a little bit. Sometimes it'll just be like two Makes sets with ain't shit. Sometimes you do like. 12 sets, which is, like, rough. So it's pretty fun. That's something I did last year. I might get back into it. 
Are you doing American or Russian swings? Uh, whatever Pavel's doing. So yeah, American swings suck. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you ever do any sort of like uh, heavy club or steel mace training? No, I want to, man. It looks that fun. That's just fun, man. But I don't have any like heavy mace or steel clubs. I do I ever want to come over? Clubs. I got a full set. Nice, dude. It's nice, uh, dude. like I train, I'm a massage therapist and trainer. Um, nothing's better than heavy clubs for teaching people to stand up straight. Yeah. Like desk drones, fix them right up. Nice, dude. Nice, dude. Yeah. I'm always trying to like. Do something dude. like because comedy, you know, you're up late nights, mm-hmm, drink mm-hmm. a lot. So I do have that problem. You know, I'm a vice guy, but I do try to stay in shape. Sure, so I look at a shape, but I'm a pretty decent shape. But yeah, you look like times. you're in decent shape for a comic. Yeah, yeah. especially a comic near forty. Yeah, yeah exactly. Dude. I try to stay like I'm definitely functional, man. You know, mm-hmm. I can go. I'm, I'm good to go. Well, and if you got kids, you got to run after your kids. No, nah, they're like 13, 15, man. They're old. Oh, you're old done dudes. running after them. Yeah, they're cool to f- hang out with now. So. All right. Yeah. Fucking victory laps. You know, it's actually challenging to play in basketball now. They're not like just scrubs you can just beat up. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully they do okay. I gotta look into this short and sinister, is that what it's called? Simple and sinister. Simple dude. sinister. I, is it like an app or a No, no, I mean, there's I got a I got a book. I have a book. I'll I'll let you borrow it, man. And I'm a weirdo, so I have the book and then I also have the audio book. Okay. Because I'll like listen to like how to do it. And then I just go back to the book for references for pictures. Okay. And uh, I did that, like, started that in 2017, I think, 2018. And I'm still not at the sinister goal yet, but I'm almost there. That's that's with the 70-pound kettlebell, no, right? that's a simple goal. I could do that no problem. Ah. Simple. The sinister goal is the 106-pound single-arm swings. Jesus do 100, Christ. So it's 50 each, and then 10 get-ups. Do you do single-arm, or do you, like, alternating? This is how I built it from the start. I started with like the 35 pound yeah, back yeah. in the day. And I would do, you know, double arm swings until yeah. I get those under five minutes consistently for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. And then I'd switch it to single arms, right? And once I could do the single arms, I would move up and wait. Gotcha. With the get ups too, right? Yeah, so yeah. once I could do like, yeah. And I'd just slowly built and stack it like that. That's even if I take impressive. Like, if I take months off, I've done it before. I can still jump in and do like yeah, yeah. a simple goal, no problem. Yeah. Uh, do, you, do you know who Pavel is? I know the name. Pavel sure. Tatsulin or something? Yeah. Yeah, Russian guy. He basically brought kettlebells over from Russia. Okay. And uh, he, has, he has his, what's it called? It's called Enter the Kettlebell. Yeah, that was like his first one, dude. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty campy. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty funny. It's all on YouTube. I but think I've seen some of those. Yeah. yeah when I first bought kettlebells, yeah, like. Tight. Like, stay tight. Stay like tight. if someone was going to punch you in stomach, it can be arranged. So you lose weight without the dishonor of aerobics. You know, just very Russian when he came over with that shit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think I watched a couple of his videos when I first got into kettlebells. And uh, then I had this app that was good, too. And, like, it would just, like, give you all these different workouts and time it and stuff. And sure. Whatever. Yeah, that's fun. It was pretty good. But then I just took the stuff that I liked from that and just, like, did my own thing. He'll do kettlebells on roller skates. Yeah. Okay, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I never, I never liked any of like the frog leap ones or like the, the ones where you have to like jump with a kettlebell in your arm. Like I've never jumped with. A kettlebell. Yeah, I'm not who's, trying, who's doing that? That's never what the, once, That's dude. what this app was. It was like you, like you do like a. That sounds like a great way to fuck up your. Exactly, like a great way to fuck yourself. For yeah, sure. Man. Yeah, it, it was like you do a squat and then, or like I mean, uh, like a. 
I'm trying to think of like the name. You know, you just like go down, yeah, like a squat, and then like you do. You're holding it kind of like low, and you just start like just jump, just like they call it frog leap. I don't know. Okay, it's, man, it's, it, it seems like I, I I never did it because I was like this seems like a good way to get burpees, fucked up. Dude. Yeah, just do yeah, burpees, let's do burpees. Yeah. Let's go, let's go run jumps. around the block. Yeah. If you got to do explosive power, man, I would just do yeah box jump shit like that. Not weighted stuff. I weighted like jumps are dangerous. I for a little while I was I sh- I I've I don't have as much time anymore. I guess, but I don't know when I was doing this, but it was like back in like February or something, I would take my 50 pound kettlebell and walk the half mile to the park near me. Yeah. It's like suitcase carry like half like there and like the other hand going back, Uh, balance it out symmetry or like, I would just carry any way I could, you know what I mean? Like I would do like, I would try and do the, I would do various variations of farmer carries. And like, sometimes I carry it like this. It was a lot of two hand carry on the way back. Yeah. And but then I would go to the playground and just do a bunch of pull ups and like uh, stuff like that. And then yeah. I was doing a bunch of stuff. No, I get it, man. I'm, I'm weird like that too. I'm always like trying to do, even like at work. Like I said, I'll uh, sometimes I'll just set a timer. I have like these uh, hand grips, like a hundred yeah. pound, whatever. Yeah, those are good. Mm-hmm. And I'll uh, like just set a timer for ten minutes, and then I'll just walk around. And every ten minutes, I'll do like five triangle push ups and like squeeze. Mm-hmm. 13 times each rep because like I start feeling like a burn at 26 so I do mm-hmm, like half mm-hmm. what I can do and that's another thing they, that Pavel talks about for like just building strength like these long rest periods and just doing like half shit you think it's not yeah. doing much but at the end of the day I've done like you grease the groove yeah greasing the groove is exactly what it's called you've done like 150 reps well and a lot of it yeah. is yeah like neuromuscular learning yep. you don't have to like go to fatigue but it's just you're like tweaking the form of how you do it by doing it, you know, yeah, yeah. and you're still totally fresh. It's not like you're going to a spot where you're uh, gassed, so you can have super laser focus. I've been doing on the form that you're doing. Some TikTok nerd said that, and it got in my head, and I've been doing it. But like, uh, I try and I try and start my days by doing 50 push-ups, like right, like almost as soon as I get up. You know what I mean? Just like, it just it's before I'm doing anything i was like i take a piss and then i do 50 push-ups yeah okay that's yeah. a way to get it in walking in yeah. i used to depends on how late like what i because i'm type one diabetic so like sometimes my blood sugar fucks up what i do in the morning mm-hmm. like if it's too low or it's too high i know i can't go for like a, a run i try to like i have like this three and a half mile like lap that i'll just rush run around it's like quick 30 minute thing to get in get your blood going in the morning but i usually run once a day five days a week Jeez. And then I'll do uh like kettlebells two or three days. Yeah. I like you know. I, I try not to do a lot of like impact stuff on my knees. I've got kind of like I've got my family's got bad knees and so yeah. I'm trying to take care of my knees and just uh a lot of running isn't for me. Yeah. I try to run like barefoot like barefoot style, but not barefoot. You got those you know, more on your uh yeah, I have like a you got those ultra flat. Shoes? I don't have like cushion shoes, but I have like an ultra no, the toe shoes. Ultras no, are no. great. Yeah, I got ultras, right? Yeah. Just flat, like no heel. I got a pretty good insole. I run like my midfoot, try to have like a good stride. Yep, yep. It's like so I hate starting out running. It's always the worst because yeah. like it takes a minute to get your stride down and the breath pattern. But once you're like, eh, about like a third of a mile in, you start. Yeah, no, up, you got a window it, where it's just yeah. cruising, and then it's just like it picks up. And then uh, if you're really going, like when I was going on six miles, like after four or five, like I don't know, you start getting that like, oh, this is really is the spirit of the wind. I understand what these people say. <laughs> It's kind of a runner's high, but it's not as good as like weed or 
or booze, but it's there if you're sober. Like, go yeah. run. Yeah. I mean, that's just hitting some, like, primitive parts of the brain, right? That's persistence hunting right there. Has to be, right? Yeah. It feels like you're doing it. Yeah. Persistence yeah. hunting, that's that's some crazy shit. I do. I like I like all that shit, man. Persistence yeah. hunters. Yeah, that's... That's how we dominate the world, right? Exactly. It is how we dominate yeah. the world, yeah. Just run them down. It's like, oh, you don't have sweat glands? Yeah. Motherfucker. I'm sweaty as shit. <laughs> Cooling my body. Yeah, just, yeah, humans are pretty interesting, man. Long distance runners. Yeah. I'm trying to do what I can, but, you know, I'm diabetic. I'm going to die early. I'm a failed human, bro. So what does that, what does that mean? What, type uh, one? Yeah, yeah. All right, so, uh, you know, there's two types. but Well, there's actually a third type, but I don't want to get into that. A shit. third type? I didn't know there was it's a like third a, type. It's like a nightmare type. New, new fucking mixtape drop. Exactly. Exactly, and it's not that hot, you know what I mean? Nah. So type one's the, uh, it's called basal cell autoimmunity. It's where your immune system attacks your basal cells, and that's the cells that produce insulin. Gotcha. So you just don't make insulin anymore. So type 2 diabetics, they start getting like metabolic syndrome where their body starts rejecting the insulin because they're just too much. Because all insulin does is store energy. Okay. That's all it does for you. So if you don't make it, like you just have all this sugar in your blood. It doesn't open it up to put it anywhere. So you're like peeing it out. That's why like kids back in the day would just lose a bunch of weight because they couldn't mm. store energy. Okay. It's called the wasting disease. They would just like piss themselves to death, go Jesus. into a coma, and die. That's just how it used to be. That was type 1. Type two is like the reverse of that. You're making so much insulin, like because like your diet, right? You're drinking like 64 ounces of sugar, you know? Yeah, all yeah. Day, donuts, bullshit, right? Your body's like, we can't even store all this energy you're putting in. Like, it's, you're fucking with this. Your body starts rejecting the insulin, so usually they have to take medicines that make their insulin more effective, make the cells more effective, like metformin, shit like that. And eventually, if that doesn't work, they just have to take extra insulin they take huge shots Jesus. to just store all this shit and that's usually when things start going downhill fast because insulin's a storage hormone it's hard to lose weight when it's like present in your body yeah, yeah. like your body won't release things that actually need to lose weight so yeah you know that's when things start building up you start losing shit in your eyes and your feet and stuff yep yep yeah. so type 1 and type 2 by diabetes are like reverse diseases and I have so a whole is, there like, of, is there like a rivalry between yeah, the two I have, a whole, I have a whole bit about it man it, it does really well <laughs> Where I talk shit about type two diabetics and like it's it's fun, man. So if I ever do one of your shows, I'll, I'll definitely do my diabetes stuff. Just we'll have to get do a show. Yeah, yeah, man. you guys have. Yeah, he's always booking shit, man. That's just the roller rink. Oh, yeah, no, just fuck, yeah. just fuck with you, man. I've never done the roller rink, man. I always forget about it on Mondays, dude. It's usually my busiest day of the week, like work wise. Yeah, it's like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. You know, if you're doing comic. Yeah, Thursday, yeah. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you're trying to do shit. So, yeah, those three days are the days I usually work most of my shit, most of my projects get done. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I do want to go to the roller rink and, like, do it, though. It sounds like a fun show, man. Uh, how long have you been doing comedy? Ooh, it be eight years. Eight years? Yeah. Yeah, how about y'all? Uh, about seven. Seven? But minus COVID. So it feels, it's like, it should be around seven now, but it's more around, like, five and a half. Interesting. All right. Like four or five non-consecutive. Cool, cool, man. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah it's something. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I love it, man. Do you live in Seattle proper or? I mean, he's a Tacoma guy. Yeah. That's actually, right. I'm in federal way. I'm just like in between, oh. dude. But yeah. you were in Spokane for a while, right? That's where I started, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was good times, man. Might have to go back. There's like a vacuum over there. Oh, really? So yeah. If you yeah. want like stage time at a club. Just come down with good jokes. You can probably get booked. I just did pretty well at the Spokane Comedy Club not too long ago. I was yeah, hoping that it the would best club, dude. it would uh, 
yield some more work, but it I haven't heard probably will. Yet. How long ago was it? Mm, what two weeks? Three weeks ago? Yeah. Like that. I mean, well, and we want was that that uh, that roast do- battle? Is it supposed to be at Spokane? Right. Oh, the dope show. The yeah, dope that was show. the dope show. Okay, so that's like an independent show that the club lets put on. Right? Yeah, yeah. So if you did make an impression there, you might just have to go there a few times, send in tapes. Yeah. But like that's those clubs are the some of the top clubs in the country, man. They bring like legit, yeah, legit acts all the time, man. So you know, getting in those clubs, don't expect work like all the time, man. Just be realistic with it, but just keep trying, keep putting it out there. You'll start getting in there, dude. Just, yeah, I've sent tapes to Bark Entertainment a few times, and just it's just like yelling into the a hole. It feels yeah. like I'm just like I don't know who's looking at this or where it goes or like I never hear anything back. But exactly. like somebody, somebody was telling me they have like this uh, auto dialer type thing for emails where it just sends out available like avails like an actual email to like this list of people. He just has to update it every once in a while. And he could set how many, like, hey, contact him every three months or every week or some shit like that, and it just auto-sends it. Hmm. He got a job at a, a cruise line, and they found out he had sent 75 emails before they answered him, dude. Damn. And he got, like, a bunch of money on this cruise line, but he would have never done it. He would have given up after two. Right. So, yeah, just remember, like, yeah. everyone who wants to do comedy, there's thousands of people probably our level or my level, at least, you know, featuring all over the place. Mm-hmm. Tons of features. Features hell, man. Everyone's a feature, bro. People bring their own features. <laughs> People bring their own features. Like it's it's hard work getting a feature and then getting past feature, man. Yeah, it's just persistence, dude. You can't get can't just dissuaded. You got to keep going. Don't let people talk you out of like just because you got to wear a button up <laughs> and be clean. You know, oh yeah. well, just wear a button up and be clean for a while. Once you get to the show, as long as you're funny, it's not going to matter, dog. Yeah, it's the only advice I'd give to any comics that live out here. Just keep trying. Be a cool person. Yeah, you'll get booked. Get out of Seattle. Yeah, definitely get out of Seattle. For you know, sure, get don't out get, of Seattle. Don't get like weird, like caught up in the the bullshit in your local scene, man. That's how comedy dies. Everywhere, not just Seattle. That's everywhere. You just get stuck in one spot. Do you think? How do I how do I word this? Uh, how do you think someone should know? I know what I'm trying to say, but I don't know how to say it exactly. Like. Not everybody is cut out to do comedy. At what, at what point do you think people should give up? Uh, I don't know if you should ever give up. I would say if you're if you're the guy that's been doing it for like, I don't know, 20 years, you haven't changed anything though. Mm. You know what I mean? You've written three jokes in 20 years. You always do it the same way. Yeah. You're If you keep doing the same things, you're going to, and you're not, nothing's changing, man. You got to be honest with yourself. A lot of people just hear this phantom laughter. They're like, I'm killing it. It's like, no, you're not killing it, bro. Listen to your tapes. Listen to the laughs. Concentrate on what's getting laughs. Build on that. You know what I mean? It's a basic formula. Yeah, if it's not getting laughs, scrap it or revamp it. Well, I don't necessarily think give up is the thing, but just be realistic about what you can actually get out of this. And comedy's hard, bro. Like, it's hard. Sometimes you're just driving eight hours. And you'll get to the venue. It's like, hey, we only sold eight tickets tonight. You're like, cool. I, get, I just drove. There's more. There's less people in the audience than hours I drove to get here. That shit happens sometimes, dude. Where like, does that happen to you? Uh, Medford, Oregon, last weekend. Okay. Oof. First night, for sure. Like that shit happens, dude. I've driven 16 hours to California to do a seven minute spot. You know, fly it all over the place. 
it's just rough, man. It's rough being on the road. You got to feel time. You got to be able to handle rejection. You know, a lot of people are going to like not like. And you. do do you feel like these kind of like uh, road gigs give you opportunities to do different stuff, or like yeah. do they do they open doors for you? They can't open doors. They can't. First open off, you never know what door you're going to open. Like who's going to see you? That's true. That's that's a fact. You never know who's going to see you. What you're doing is like, hey man, that was awesome. I booked this show over here. Now you're getting like, you met this whole other producer. Yeah, you introduced to more people. It's constant networking, man. You're I always gotta, gonna be. I, I gotta get a car. Yeah. yeah, you gotta get a car. I gotta get a car. You gotta get a car. This isn't less or move to New York. Pick yeah. one, man. Those yeah. are the options. If, if you, yeah, because New York, you can do the the work you need to do to yeah, build absolutely without a car, but without it, what are you gonna do? The fucking whatever 20 mics are over here over and over again yeah yeah that that, that's what you're gonna do i'm always so surprised about how many comics in seattle just like don't have cars a lot of people tell me oh i want to get down to the roller rink and check it out but like it's too far to go i'm just like okay like i guess yeah but (laughs) like you should get a car yeah definitely get a car get a car that's like cheap gets good gas oh those don't those don't exist anymore yeah I don't. Yeah, you should have got in on the car game yeah. years ago. You fucked up. Ah, well. I got a decent... Put it on the list. I got a minivan, but it needs some more work in it. But it, I've taken it out to Spokane. I've taken it down to Oregon. I feel pretty confident with it. I know The it, thing out there with the Sam Miller sticker? Yeah, yeah. You feel confident in that, bro? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I, maybe well, not. That's also, maybe trade that up for that's like also a place else. to sleep if he needs it. Yeah, if yeah. it breaks down, you can just live there. That's yeah. what's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's hilarious, dude. That's hilarious. What, what year is that van, it's a 98. Holy fuck, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but it's only got 150,000 on it. That though. car could rent a car. Yeah, dude, that's an old ass bit. It is. Yeah. What have, what have you done to it? Uh, I've replaced uh, <clears throat> a some bearings. I replaced, I replaced one of like, the bearings on one of the wheels and something else. Uh, replaced a... Dry, like the air handler system a little bit. Well, what what do the mechanics say? Is like it's a twenty five year old car. It's always going to need work. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I replace the spark plugs. What do you drive? Wires. Well, I have like a two thousand seventeen Hyundai Elantra. That ain't bad. Man. But I, before that, I had this uh, two thousand seven Chevy Aveo. You guys know what those yeah. are? Yeah, yeah. It's bright orange, dude. It's terrible. It's like what Quinn drives. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a. I think it's a Honda Fit. Fit, yeah, those old bright ones. orange, yeah, yeah, like that same kind of Easter cheap. egg shape yeah. and color. I just had kids and needed a car, so that's the only thing I could finance at the time. But I have t- I have terrible yeah. credit and very little money, so uh... yeah. What you're telling me with this? The digs here, you have terrible <laughs> credit and no money. I <laughs> yeah. cannot believe it. <laughs> it's either that or esoteric millionaire. There's no middle ground. Yeah. Zero middle ground. I, I like that you got your own shorts tailored. Like that's that's gangster. I appreciate that. Yeah, the detail, the <laughs> style. Like he does blend into his couch. I thought he wasn't wearing <laughs> pants for a second. Uh, yeah. This is a this this apartment is a steal for Seattle though, yeah. and I don't mind living on mostly underground. Like I'm fine with it. For sure. For sure. I mean. So they got desperate enough, they could probably just kick in one of these windows and jump in. But yeah, they could. They can get your amp. 
Yeah, they're yeah. Not no, they would they would they would look in and be like, oh, okay, well, let's go to the next place. Yeah, there's not much here. There's plants. There's books and coffin shaped table. Yeah. Holy shit! This is a coffin shaped table. I was looking at it this whole time. You realize like, yeah. this is fucking crazy. Does it open? Yeah, there's a drawer on it. Oh, nice, 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 man. What time is it? Oh shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I gotta wrap this up, dude. Yeah, me too. All right. Oh. All right, man. Yeah, thanks for coming by. You got anything you want to plug? When does this come out? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay, I think I'm in McCormick's. I don't know where that's at. Somewhere, somewhere in Washington. McCormick, Washington, McCormick, or the place Wa- is called no, no, McCormick. McCormick, Washington. That's what it's called. McCormick, okay. Washington, on Wednesday. I'm doing something else Tuesday, and then not the, Thursday. And Saturday, I think I'll be at the Renton Civic Center doing Jamco. Sick. So you know, buy tickets. GregBeachler.com. What is Jamco? Uh, it's uh, Jamal Harrington's, Jamal Harrington's thing. production. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, man. I'm on Instagram, Greg Beachler. Check out my dates. I'm around. I'm all over Washington, Oregon, Idaho, Montana, any of the states that are close to here, man. Northern Cali. I'm Absolutely. Around, yeah, yeah. All right, man. Thanks for having me out. Appreciate yeah, you. Thanks yeah. for coming on. on.